y'all. I'm Kiara Sheree. And I'm Ray. And welcome to Yes Black Girl. Huh. This is like the first time that we're doing this at night and it's like the day is winding down. It's weird. It is weird. I feel so off. And it's like the, the light is shining on my face, but I'm still used to still having some sunlight coming in. It's just, it just feels really, really awkward. So, so stop it, Luna. So, sorry. <laughs> so I'm a little sleepy. And this cat is trying to play with my cord right now. So oh if she ever pops up in the screen, it, that's her. It's okay. We love uh, unexpected guests. You had a good day? Yeah, I had a few meetings today. Um, been in the house for the most part. Ooh. I food. I had some pho. I really wanted that. And some of my mom's pound cake that she had for her birthday. I'm jealous. We love some good pound cake. I literally just ate some like fake ass crab cakes from Whole Foods. You know how they be saying something. And I knew when I picked it up, it wasn't going to be a real crab cake. But I was like, yeah, let me just, you know, take a shot in the dark. And I was right. Those things were not hitting. But I ate them because I think it was on there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's go ahead and get into our guest. Okay. So our guest tonight, well, today in her time. Is a professional dancer, model, creative director, and natural hairstylist from Temple Hairs, Maryland. And she is currently on tour with the R&B artist, Kim. And she's working on other creative business ventures. So let's give a warm welcome to Nia Lynette. I just saw my you look good, girl. That was fire. Who did that? That looked good. I made it. I made it, but you did, did everything because the you picture is already fire. Okay, I was like, okay, this is listen. You did look good. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? You know, blessed. Can't complain. Mm, How are you guys food. doing? Pretty good. You know, same. Just getting through the week. Just getting through the week. That <laughs> life. Trying to get enough sleep. A mood. A mood. Ready to dance for real again. <sighs> That's about it. It's a lot of work. Yes. Okay. All right. So, can you please tell us about Feel Your Purpose and why you created it? Okay. So, I'm trying to think of like a condensed slash detailed version of how to explain this. Okay. Starting off, my name means purpose in Swahili for a lot of people who don't know that. Um, and my family celebrates Kwanzaa. And one of the days of Kwanzaa, the day is Nia, which means purpose, living on your purpose, living in what you were desired to be here for and everything like that. And growing up, I always went to school. Well, back it up. My mom and my dad worked at a psychiatric ward in D.C., P.I.W., the Psychiatric Institute of Washington. And they were just around a lot of kids who were kids, teens, and adults who um, have psychological issues. But also she told me that one day one of my friends was in there, but she couldn't tell me who. And I just felt so bad. And she's like, yeah, they're just going through depression, going through all these different mental illnesses and stuff like that. And I always just felt super bad for people who have mental illnesses, not because just because they have a mental illness, but because they feel alone in the world, you know? Mm -hmm. And even going through high school, going through whatever I went through, I felt alone in some instances. And I'm just like, you know, there's people out there that feel the exact same way that I do. Um, I could have made just shirts. I could have made just like little simple things. But I really wanted to create something that gave people hope. 
whether that's like a necklace, whether that's an earring, whether that's a fanny pack, whether that's anything, I wanted you to have something in your hand that reminds you to keep going in your life. Um, so that's why I created the entire business called Feel Your Purpose. The little items, like I said, were like things that for me as a kid helped me get through my day. So I would have, um, I have a bear that my grandfather gave me when I was first born. So I've had a bear for 26 years that made me feel like really warm inside. I have, um, these dolls my mom gets me from outside the country a lot. I have just like little things that keep me going throughout my day. So that was the whole breakdown of why I created Feel Your Purpose. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, I can definitely relate to having things to just help you get through the day. Like something that my mom has always done is whenever she gets like a card, like a birthday card or any type of greeting card or anything like that, she always saves them. So that's something that we started doing over time. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm feeling down, I always go back and look at just things that people wrote me or mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that to just keep me on the up and up. And it's good to have those things, like little mementos mm-hmm. to just keep you reminders to keep you going. Absolutely. Yes. All right. So you're currently touring with the R&B singer, Kim, who I, I love. Like, Kim is, okay. Love me some Kim. Um, and I actually watched your solo performance um, that was on your channel. Which girl? Okay. It was so very graceful and fluid. And I was like, yes. So how did you get that gig? And what has that experience been like for you? So, um, I have a friend named Shola. Shout out to my good sis, Shola. She, at first, was the dancer for Kim. And she was touring with him and everything. But then she also had another job that asked her to come about. And so, I was only supposed to replace her for, like, a couple weekends. But then they gave the option of, like, you know, we need a consistent dancer who's here. And so, since she's booked and busy as ever, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the girl. She, um, um, They asked me to just stay for the rest of the tour. And I've been with him for the rest, for like three years now. It's been about three years. Now you're coming from temporary into now you're here for three Full years. Full time. Listen, okay. Early. I, that's just fine with me. That's just fine. <laughs> just fine. You know, but the tour it. is like, it's super refreshing. Because for one, all the band members are about six plus years older than me. They're experienced people. Like there's people who's performed with the Jackson 5, the Isley Brothers. Um, who else? Oh, all the legends of BET, the 90s, the 80s, they've performed with so many different people. So performing with them is not just like another job for me. It's really just like connecting with them and learning from the OGs in the game right now. So for me, it's just refreshing to be able to be around some like grown adults who are sound and really in their craft and can teach me something for my generation right now. And yeah, just being able to do that solo too every single time is like it's life-changing. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of life-changing. That's beautiful. I love that. So you're also a natural hairstylist. And as a fellow naturalista, I know how hard it is to find a good stylist that cares about the health of your hair. Okay, Gosh. like That is the struggle. Yeah. So what has your hair journey been like? And what are some of your goals as a stylist? Um, like my hair journey for me or for other people? Like Ooh. as a stylist. For me personally, it's been like a lot of trial and error that I like to do. Like even in Maryland before I moved, I'm obsessed with the beauty supply store. I walk Mm. in for like jail and walk out with 15 packs of hair trying to make a wig. Like it makes no sense actually. 
really does. Or if I see a style that I know I can learn or try on myself, I'll just do it myself and just see what it looks like. Um, mm. I'm not afraid to like cut my hair, dye my hair, grow it long. It really doesn't matter to me because hair grows back. Um, okay. But my journey is cool. Right now, I'm growing locks. So that's the journey we're on right now. Come on, lock journey. It's a commitment, <laughs> you know. It's a commitment, but we are committed. Mm-hmm. And it's all right. Yes. I have four C hair types. So for me, a lot of times it's hard dealing with my hair. Not for me, but for other people when they do my hair. I always get the comments of just like, you know, your hair is too thick. Your hair is super nappy. Your hair is this, that, and the third. And it's like, you know, aren't, aren't I paying you to fix my hair? Right. And you I are money to do my hair. Like, I'm confused on why you're complaining when I'm putting money in your pocket. But right. I'll keep my dollars. So that's when I really decided to just like do my own hair, be around fellow black women who really just appreciate my hair. Like you have people who are either your hair's too nappy or your hair is so beautiful. It holds a lot of heat and you can hold a style. So it's just a matter of perspectives, but doing hair, it's been a really great experience because I get to help a lot of naturals that are out here in California that one don't pay like $300 to get their hair done. But also just like, I like connecting with people. So I do a lot of um, dancers hair out here, artists, rappers, whoever. And we just have a lot of conversations and just like decompress about life. I don't ask them about like business stuff for real for unless they want to talk about it. But I let them sit in the chair and just talk about whatever they want to talk about. And they feel like I create a safe space for them. Because again, the world is already crazy as it is. You don't have a space to just be yourself or just be calm. So why not just do it here? Absolutely. Yeah. And you should be able to go to your stylist and do that. You know what I'm saying? That's how I felt as a kid. Every time I went there, I may not talk that much, even though right now I'm talking a lot. But when I'm out places, I may not talk that often, but I just like the vibe you create. If you ask me questions, I'm not afraid to answer. But at least I know you care about my well-being while you're doing my hair for some odd hours. Exactly. You know. Ray, what were you going to say? Um, I was just going to transition to the next question. Okay. But speaking of natural hair, um, so being a dancer in the industry, how do you navigate having 4C hair? Because I know even like just here in the DMV, it's hard doing that, especially if you're in like a concert company. So they want you to have a slick back bun and it's like, mm -hmm. don't slick. So yeah. yeah, it's weird because half the style that I thought I would never get booked on booked me half these jobs. Like when I did Beyonce, I had a fade with blonde hair. And I had no idea that I was going to get booked off of that. Or like, I had a short afro at one point, short red afro. I booked the job off of that. I had blonde, white hair. I booked the job off of that. So like a lot of natural style that I kind of rocked myself, they accepted it because they think I'm exotic. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. that like, they put me in a category of that exotic girl who could be from the islands, who can be from wherever because my hair looks different than everybody else's. They want that typical black or whatever that means so sometimes it gets away with it other times it's just like you know i'm grateful i booked the job but why is that the only option that you have for me with my hair right i did a job in san diego for a hair show and a lady was doing my hair and she literally like touched my hair and said like oh my god i really want to do your hair because i've never done like this type of hair before mm. i felt so uncomfortable at a hair show and you're a professional hairstylist and you've never touched a foresty black girl's hair before. This is not the time to trial and error it right now. It's really not. 
And she sat there, and thankfully I was cutting my hair when I went home. But she, like, curled my hair with this flat iron, trying to get the curls to be straighter. She put, like, foil around my hair and doing, like, everything that literally will, like... Foil? Baby girl. (laughs) If I cared that much about my hair, I probably would have caused a scene. But I literally was going home the next day and cutting it all off. But I'm just like... Mm. You feel comfortable telling a client that you've never done this type of hair before and you're just trying stuff out and about to burn my hair off? Hmm. It's nonsense. But, you know, you find those places and people who treat your hair correctly mm-hmm. and also give out the information to let other girls know what you can do to really make sure your hair is okay. Wow. That's interesting. I never thought of it that way because usually, mm-hmm. like, with hair, it's always make it straighter. Mm-hmm. But it's literally so different. Like sometimes they'll be like, they'll ask me to get braids, which is cool. Cause you know, there's a time where braids weren't accepted. They mm-hmm. um, asked me to have Bantu knots. And I'm like, that's like black as fuck. Okay. And at one point this like a uh, commercial asked me to have my hair in an Afro. I was like, wow. Stepping up, cute. So now we're gonna test it out with and see what happens. So, mm-hmm. so you do a lot of music video concepts with your choreography. Um, so, what is your next step as a creative director? If you're currently thinking about the next step, I am. Um, right now, I'm working with the chore- with the singer right now, and I just did his music video recently, and we're working on his live performance right now. So it's really cool because okay. he's this is his first time stepping into his artistry and the fact that he trusts me with his beginning baby stuff like that is like really like yeah wow but it's really cool i just want to work with honestly up and coming artists i don't really this is gonna sound so rude i don't really care for the big artists right now because they already are there i'd rather come up with an artist where it could say like you know this is a person who's brand new in the game and they're coming up together they didn't need the extra clout to get there. They just built and kept building and kept building. And now they're here at this place. I just want to help underground artists with their stuff, really. Wow. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, I definitely can attest to, it's so many great underground artists right now. There really are. And sometimes the problem is like their sound can be great, but you just need visuals. You need just the marketing team or someone to really guide you on how to maneuver. It's not really like, there's so many underground artists that we all can say are better than some of the celebrities that are out right now. They just don't have the team to support it. So it's just like, why not have someone in your corner to let you know, like, what do you need to do? Like, what do you really need? Right. I don't ever want to seem like I can't be accessible to anybody, you know? So if you have a question or anything, I want to create that space for you to learn and grow with your art. So exactly. Yeah, that's great. And we do, we need more of that because they need to be boosted. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to just be like, me, me, me. But I'm just like, you know, there's a big community out here that needs some guidance. So you might as well just like put it out there. Help everybody. And a lot of people are focused on working with the big name artists that they forget about the community. Exactly. Because that's Mm -hmm. where other big name artists could be. And that's who's supporting you while you're working on these other big artists right now. So it's like, why not really create that lane so other people can thrive and move on from that? Okay, a word. Let's say it. All right. So what has been the most memorable commercial job so far on your journey? I'm going to say I worked with Sony. They had these headphones and it was a whole commercial dedicated to artists. And there was a painter there. There was a drummer. There was a freestyler who freestyled in hip hop. 
And then they had me freestyle as a ballerina. And it was memorable to me because, one, again, I'm black and I'm exotic as heck looking, I guess, because I have piercings and tattoos and stuff. So I'm not the typical ballerina looking person. And the woman who was the director of it, she literally told me that she booked me off my picture. And my picture looks nothing like a ballerina picture at all. But the fact that she trusted me off of that and allowed me to be my authentic self in the video, she gave me tights and a leotard, but she still was just like, be you as a dancer and perform. That was like really great to hear because a lot of people always try to push you in a box or push you in this like, if you're a ballerina, you have to be a size one and a half, maybe size zero. Your hair has to be slicked back. It has to be straight in a bun. But my hair was short in an afro. Mm. Wow. You know, so that commercial for me was like, <laughs> yeah, was great. That's so interesting. I feel like along like everything that you've said so far, it seems like you're really um, coming up in a time where things are more accepted and mm -hmm. we're starting to see, you know, more inclusion of our hairstyles and just us being, period, just being able to be authentically ourselves. So that's, you great. know, I, love I know growing it. up, I went to high school at Duke Ellenson and they mm -hmm. prepared us for like any and everything when it comes to the dance industry and just the industry, period. So they made sure every day your hair was in a bun. If it wasn't in a bun, you lost, like that was your grade for the day. You didn't have your tights, that's your grade. If you didn't come on time, that's your grade. If you didn't have this, it's like so many things they did is drilled in my brain mm -hmm. that I'm just like prepared for anything at this point. But I can't be that person with the straight hair and a bun. I just can't do that. I feel that. It doesn't look right. It does <laughs> not. It's not giving me what needs to be gave. So. No. <laughs> not authentic. Like it's really not. Mm -mm. All right, so what's your favorite aspect of being a creative director and what's one thing that people may not know about being a creative director? Uh, my favorite thing about it is being able to, one, take a step back and really paint the picture that you see in your brain and put it on a canvas, basically. Mm. You get to like hear other people's ideas and you just create it in the way and you execute it the way that you see it in your brain. So you may say, I want to do a shoot with daisies and that's all you have. And I can create a whole storyline in my brain and just do it for you, you know, and put the creative juices there to help you get the scene that you want. And one thing that a lot of people may not know about it as a creative director, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard because, well, not, never everybody knows creative directing is not just your sole idea. They feel like if that person doesn't take my idea, it's like, trash it's a really like a marrying relationship that you have with the artist or whoever else is involved mm -hmm. yes they have your creative like take on it but it's also like involving the what the artist wants what the director wants to shoot plus you taking all of that and making it make sense right it's a collaboration yeah it's not just me saying like oh i heard this and this is exactly what's going to be and if it's not that then that's whatever it's my way or the highway it's like a process of a thousand minds put together that you have to execute right so that's something that some people may not know that's interesting taking notes <laughs> <laughs> so say you booked a creative direction job for a well-known artist or a company um, so what would be the three things you would look for in a person that you want to hire? Um, I, I, I'm a big person on time, like stickler for timeliness. If you are not early or don't, I know I hate it. I need you to be early, if not exactly on time. Cause I hate when people are late or something like 
happens that really could you could have fixed or like really got yourself together for because mm-hmm. if, if it was your project or something else you would be a stickler for time as well and it happens every single time every single time so i'm a stickler for time every single time i look for how you um take correction Ooh. do you take correction and just like throw it out the window do you take it and like really disregard anything do you actually apply it can you catch it after like the fourth time or third time i really say it to you mm-hmm. um i just take about how you go about with that and i also see how you are with fast movement or fast paced things because sometimes you know in rehearsals we'll go over something and it's exactly how it is but the day we get there i may have to say like we got to change all this around and you have to do the entire choreography facing this way someone has to face this way and take that chorus out and do it right now can you fix it and really do it right now and be a smart dancer and maneuver because if you mess up you mess up but don't stop in the middle of this shoot mm-hmm. can you keep going can you actually like adjust to what's going on and adjust to the situation so timeliness your capable your capability of really taking criticism mm-hmm. and your adaption to change like can you adapt mm. those are my top three things those are very important things yeah. <laughs> like, and it's pretty like, easy you know what i'm saying i don't create yeah, a space where you should feel scared to say nothing or it's hard i make sure you get it as much as possible if you need me to like meet with you afterwards i will make sure but right. if you are just here just like I don't care and I just don't want to. What am I gonna do with that? Right. I yeah. can't do nothing with that. <laughs> You're not even willing to grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can stay your stagnant behind over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what do you do to ground yourself? I go do fun things. Mm. I go do human things. I will purposely go to like a park and walk. I'll go to an amusement park and have fun like a little kid. I will go to a restaurant and just eat outside because I can. Um, I like to watch movies a lot, so I'll go to the movies. Um, I just like to do things that help me live and remove my mind of working. I also like to go home and talk to people who honestly, like y'all know, back at home, it don't matter what you've done for real, for real. You are still that same little Nini from around the corner. <laughs> yes. And that's that on that. So I like being around people who kind of like, honestly, don't remind me of work sometimes. We can separate the conversation, separate the activity. Let's just be outside and have fun. Let's just go walking, movies, dinner. Let's do like activities. Ooh. That's what helps me stay grounded. No, I definitely feel that. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, have to do that myself. And I agree with the, I will literally go to the park and walk around for hours. Yeah. Legs are tired as hell because it's just so freeing and it's, you know, it's good to just clear your head. Mm -hmm. I'll go down to the ferry and just ride back and forth. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just need that. Something that's just has nothing to do with what you have going on. You can just kind of detach and be in that, in that space. And those things honestly were the things that inspired us to create in the first place. I know for me, I created off of life experiences. I didn't just create because I went to class and got inspired by someone else's movement. Right. I got like inspired by just going outside and maybe an event happened today. And I'm like, that feeling made me want to create because of what I felt from that day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Bye. All right. So what's the most stressful part of being a professional dancer that someone who's not in entertainment may not be aware of? Every day is a constant grind. 
Mm. There are no off days until you can really set that boundary to create that space for yourself. But every day is a is a grind for real. And you have to want it that badly for yourself. Um, sometimes people like to rely on agents and the agent's job is to find you jobs, but it's not always their job to book you or solidify that job for you. You still have to grind it out against a thousand people out here, if not more, to secure mm-hmm. your spot. And sometimes jobs aren't guaranteed, you know? Um, COVID happened. All of us were out of jobs. Mm-hmm. All of us. And even when we come back from jobs, it's like you still have to audition against 20 girls who look just like you. Same brown skin girl with braids or same brown skin girl with her hair pulled back who they call exotic. What makes you different? Mm-hmm. So you have to really like constantly every day grind and also be grounded in yourself. Because with that, all that stuff I said, that can easily make you feel like, oh, I want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to constantly be on the grind and constantly be aware of yourself and your surroundings. As I don't know, some people don't know, but I was really excited to see that you were blessed to be in Black is King. Um, first of all, like, let's go. Um, so how was your experience working with Beyonce and her team? She's the queen. She's the queen. And I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm not saying that because it's the right thing to say. She's literally the queen. Ooh. Watching her, like just reminds you of why you work so hard and why you are where you are. Some people, again, think like being strict and knowing what you want is you being a bitch Mm -hmm. or being an asshole. It's really not. I'm just passionate about my work. and I need you to get it done because you were hired as a professional to get it done. You were hired as an amateur. You were hired as a professional to get it done, you -hmm. know, and she just knew what she wanted. She was her timeliness. Honey, she looked at her clock and was like, what time is it? The man said 12.51. She's like, oh, it's really past the time we're supposed to be here. I said, oh. Okay. <laughs> Miss Ma'am doesn't come to play, okay? She's so just, her aura just oozes greatness. And she had, we had kids on set with us and she just like always spoke to the kids, said, you're doing a great job. You're so amazing. You're looking so amazing. Like she was just such a good person, but so professional with everything she did. Yeah, it was great. Stay in Beyonce in this household, okay? Sure do, sure do. Because, I mean, even if you don't, you know, you had the opportunity to work with her, but we just, we can see that in her work. We can see how serious she takes it. If yeah, you, everything she creates. To, right, if you pay attention to her concerts, if you're looking at anything, that any films that she's made, anything that she's done, she really puts a lot of care into it. So mm-hmm. it's just, oh, that's inspiring. I love that. Look at my friends. Okay. <laughs> she cares about the community, honey. She cares. And that was another thing, too. The fact that it was like I was in a principal role, but all of my friends who I'm really close to in the dance community got booked for that job. And they were extras or background or whatever, but we still were able to experience our first Beyonce job together. Mm. And that part to me was just like great in itself. I didn't care about nothing else. I was like, we're here for Beyonce. Right. I can sleep well at night. Okay. Mm-hmm. accomplished yes yeah. all right so what advice would you give to young black creatives who also want to work in creative direction do your research and be patient mm. i feel like <laughs> being patient was something that like you know you know being patient like oh yeah i gotta be patient but when it's time to really be patient you don't know what be patient means 
You do not know what that word means. You're just like, it has to happen now. And things don't happen around you. You're just like, okay, something's wrong. It's, you start thinking so many different thoughts in your brain. So mm -hmm. you, I really just tell people to be patient and do your research because you can literally take either the long route and figure it out, which is humbling, but doing your research saves you a lot of time and a lot of money mm. and a lot and a lot of scams. It saves you from a lot of scams and things that you can really put yourself into. So do your research and be patient because life is short, yes, but there's still so much time and amples of hours in the day that you can learn something different and figure things out and like ask questions. So just be patient with yourself. Hmm. Well, that's answer. <laughs> Once again, take it Yes. Yeah. So many gems. Okay. We love the gems. So right. um, where can people who want to contact you find you on the interwebs? On the internet. Oh, There's so many different things. Um my Instagram is floating down below, but it's the official Nia Lynette. Um on Twitter, you can find me at N Lynette. And Facebook, you can find me at Nia. Purpose, Lonette. Mm. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nia, for coming on today. Nia, girl. Thank y'all for having me. I feel so loved. You are. We love yes, you. Absolutely. And we're celebrating you because, look, you've already accomplished so much, you know, in your stint. Listen, so I can only imagine how much further you're about to go in you know, we proud over here. Thank you. So thank you again for coming on. And this is our last show for a couple of weeks, a few weeks, because we're just going to be doing some planning and getting some things together for you guys. So stay tuned. And yeah, that's it for today. Bye. Bye. <laughs>